The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello and welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm so excited to talk with you today about how to manifest with the five elements. I am going to recommend that you get a piece of paper because I am going to be explaining this in a way that I have never explained it before. And I'm going to break it down for you actually by area of life. So I'm going to share with you which elements are going to help you manifest your desires in specific areas of your life. And I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that today. Before we get into the lesson, I guess this is a teaching episode, I guess you could say, before we get into the lesson, I just wanted to celebrate and acknowledge you for leaving a review, especially this early on in the launch of my podcast. It truly means so much to me and to my mission when people are going on Apple podcasts and they're looking for inspiration and they're looking for ways to change their life using feng shui they are going to have an opportunity to look at the reviews that you are writing and it will help them make a decision if I'm a good match for them, if I'm a good match to be their feng shui teacher. So I really cannot thank you enough for helping me move along in this mission and vision. My goal is to help make feng shui more accessible to more people. So thank you for helping me along with that mission. And remember, if you are listening before March 27th, 2022, I'm actually giving away a set of Apple AirPods so you can listen in style if you leave a review. And if you feel called to leave a review about a specific episode, even if you've already left one, I welcome that. I welcome you to just review specifically on any episode that you're listening to. And before we get into today's lesson, I just want to share two reviews, a shout out to Laura, who said, I learned about feng shui from Christina and thanks to her fell in love with it. Nobody else can explain feng shui the way she does. I am so excited for how much more I'm going to learn from this podcast. Thank you, Laura. And then here's one more. This one is from Bobby in California. And she says, Christina shares her story of how she went from being a school teacher practicing feng shui to being a school teacher practicing feng shui with a spot on HGTV and a partnership with the highly acclaimed Astro Twins. It's a vulnerable and relatable journey that helped me to remember to keep the faith and trust that all signs and paths are laid out for us. 
I loved learning more about how Christina got to where she is, but also getting real tips on the how. I'm a fan of all things Christina related. Tune in to find practical ways of how you can shift your energy and hence your life. Bobby, thank you so much. I love sharing my journey from being a school teacher to setting foot on the set of HGTV Windy City Rehab season finale. It was a miracle and it was something that I hope inspired you, not just you, Bobby, but anyone listening to realize that your dreams are given uniquely to you because you are meant to fulfill them and anything is truly possible when it is backed in service and love. So I'm glad that that story stood out to you, Bobby, and I am just so grateful for your reviews, and I keep reading all the reviews that are coming in, and I encourage you to leave one before March 27th. Okay, let's get started. Um, today's episode was truly inspired by a conversation that I had with a colleague years ago. I think it was about eight years ago that I was blessed to talk with Cheryl Grace. Cheryl Grace was an executive producer at ESPN for many years, and she actually left the industry to become a full-time feng shui practitioner and teacher in Florida. She wrote a book called Feng Shui Simply, which was published by Hay House, And that's actually how I found her when I was at the very beginning of my feng shui career. So about 10 years ago, I Googled simply feng shui because my husband wanted to buy me a website for Christmas. That was his gift to me to support my new business ventures. In fact, fun fact, my business was called Simply Feng Shui Designs at the very beginning. And then I actually ended up transitioning into calling it Christina Hollinger Feng Shui. But in the beginning, it was Simply Feng Shui Designs. And I had Googled Simply Feng Shui to make sure that the name wasn't already taken. What ended up happening was I found that the name wasn't taken, but there was a new book written by Cheryl Grace called Feng Shui Simply. And I was really amazed by her story, having left such a huge company such as ESPN to pursue her passion with feng shui. And miraculously, we had gotten connected because she started a school in Africa. She's really big on two things. The Chinese proverb, when you always give, you always have. She taught me that and she lives by that. And then the second thing that she really stands for is what's your legacy? So she actually started a company called the Cheryl Grace Legacy and she started a school in Africa. She was extremely passionate about this and she offered to read my manuscript for teaching from the heart with feng shui. I wrote this book completely on my own with no, I I went to the Hay House Writers Workshop and worked with Reed Tracy, who's the CEO of Hay House. And I, I, I got some guidance there, but otherwise I didn't really have a coach or a mentor when writing my book. And Cheryl took time 
to speak with me. I remember I was still a classroom teacher. I stayed after school. I sat in my sixth grade classroom and I took a phone call with her and we went through the manuscript of my book and Cheryl gave me feedback on her thoughts, how I should divide the book. It was originally nine chapters, but she suggested that I separate it into different parts and sections, which is exactly what I ended up doing. And I am forever grateful to Cheryl for her guidance and her, she's leading the way. And then she also guided me in such a, a huge way. Now, the reason why I bring up Cheryl today is because one thing that really stood out to me is when I was talking about the five elements in my book, Cheryl said, oh, the five elements, you go into great detail in this, but I just have found that this is the one thing that people always seem to mess up is the five elements. And I thought it was so funny because I personally love working with the five elements and I never thought that they were complicated. I always had fun with them. I'm a Libra. I love beautiful atmospheres and aesthetics. So when I discovered the five elements, I just thought it was a fun way to look at a room and determine, oh, I should use a circular mirror here instead of a square mirror based on the element. I just thought it was a fun way to work with, with design and also with manifesting. But the more I get into teaching feng shui, the more I realize that, sure, the five elements could easily be confusing or they could confuse people. And I want to support you in this journey. I want to help you simplify using the five elements and have success with them. So that's exactly why I created this episode. I'm going to link a very simple post that I created, which breaks down each of the five elements and how to represent them. So just so you know, that's available to you and you can reference this blog post after this episode and you can take screenshots and I made it really simple for you. But today I'm actually going to be explaining the five elements in a way that I never have before. I'm actually going to walk you through the nine areas of life on the Bagua, and I'm going to share with you which element is best for that area. And I'm going to also share with you the supportive elements because ultimately each area of the Bagua map is going to be influenced by not only one element, but two in particular. And I think that's what makes working with the elements fun And I would like to give you more creative freedom when you're working with the elements. And if you're a designer and you're listening to this, I just think that this is going to give you a lot more options if you're trying to incorporate feng shui into your designs. So let's get started. Okay, the very first area that I want to talk about is the career area of your home. This is a very special space because it's the only area of your home that is directly influenced by the water element. It's the only gua that is directly influenced by the water element. So that's why we're starting there. If you need to know how to locate your career area, I have a free bagua map. When you go to my website, you just click on it. 
get your free guide and you will have an automatic download to the Bagua map. Essentially, when you walk into your home, the career area, when you walk into the front door, it's the front center area of your home. So as we go through and talk about the elements, here's what you need to keep in mind. Every element can be represented in three different ways. An element can be represented by shape, color, and the actual element itself. When you are creating a space with intention, what I really want you to know is that the shape is the most important. So if you like a really neutral color palette, then this is a great tip for you because you can use the shape to represent the element. You don't have to always use the color of the element in order to manifest with it, okay? So shape is most important. So when we talk about the career area and how it's activated with the water element, we are looking at the shape of something that is wavy or odd shaped to represent water. Think about the career is flowing, the money is flowing in. Water in feng shui is symbolic with money. So you can get the money flowing and the opportunities flowing in your career by adding the water element to this space. So anything that's a wavy or odd shape will represent water. The colors of water are deep blue or black. And the actual element of water could be represented with a water fountain, in which case I would be just very mindful that if you put a water fountain in your career area, try to make sure that the water is flowing into the house. The direction of the water goes into the front door. You don't want the money and the water and the opportunities flowing away from your house, right? Same thing with if you want to use a picture. If you like a picture of a beach or a sailboat, if that's your style, you could put this in the career area. Again, though, make sure that anything, any images of water are flowing into the house, whether it's a river, a lake, a stream, a sailboat, ducks on a pond, make sure they're swimming into your home to represent the flow of energy and money flowing in. And also just be mindful when you are using artwork, what types of feelings does it invoke? If you have a picture of a sailboat, but it's in the middle of a storm, this could symbolize some rocky roads or rocky waters, I guess you could say, in your career. So making sure that you feel inspired and at peace and in harmony with that artwork that you're incorporating with the water element. My teacher, Lori Polly, would always say that a Monet painting is a great example of a water element or anything with watercolors is going to be a beautiful painting or picture for this. Now, again, it could incorporate some blues and purples and some of those types of colors to really represent water. But if that's not your style, again, just go back to that wavy, odd shape. And finally, what I want to mention about water is mirrors represent the water element. 
So placing a mirror in the career area could be extremely beneficial. However, mirrors are going to have to be a whole other podcast episode because mirror placement in general can really be expansive and it can really get things moving, but you just want to be mindful. This is the one tip I want to leave you with when we talk about mirrors, just be mindful of what the mirror is reflecting. Is it reflecting a beautiful picture that's going to enhance the beauty? Is it reflecting your dining room table to enhance your abundance? Or is it reflecting something that's going to cause more angst, anxiety, stress? You want to make sure that it's reflecting something that inspires you. So that is what I will say. Now, as we go through this, we're talking about the five elements. I want you to know that you can also use metal elements in the career area. That's the secondary element that's going to support your career. Metal supports water. Think of a metal bowl holding water. The way to represent metal is with the shape of a circle. So perhaps you want to add a circular rug in that space. I personally have a paisley print rug in my career area and paisley represents the water element. But if I wanted to, I could switch it out and do a round rug to represent metal, which is going to also hold the water energy. The colors of metal are white and gray gold, silver, and actual metal itself is going to enhance. So like I said, a metal bowl, metal candlesticks or whatever kind of decor you can think of. And I actually had a client who shared that her husband put a metal type of wall art in the career area with intention. And within a week, he actually got a job, a dream job that he's been wanting for a long time. I am so fascinated by essentially how quickly some of these simple adjustments can work. I've heard so many miracle stories. So if you have any stories after trying any of this, let me know. I would love to hear about it. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through 26. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Okay, the second space I want to talk about is another special area because, well, you'll find out in just a second, fame and reputation. Fame and reputation is directly opposite the career area. When you walk into your home, it's the far back and center area. And I wanted to talk about fame and reputation next because it's the only area where fire is the predominant element. Fame and reputation is one of my favorite spaces because most people don't come to me asking for more fame or better reputation. (laughs) However, I find myself referring clients to this area all the time because the fame and reputation area 
symbolizes how you are perceived by the outside world. And your fame and reputation is going to influence and impact your career. Depending on how you're viewed by others, that's going to influence your success in your career, the opportunities that you are given. So if you're looking to change jobs or you're looking to pivot anywhere in your career, focus on the fame and reputation and set your intention for how you want to be viewed by future employers, potential clients, banks, your colleagues. This is all important. So back to the elements, the fire element can be represented by the shape of a triangle. This is going to be the best area to have a triangle. Colors of fiery red, bright orange, even fuchsia, that kind of hot pink color is going to really represent that fire energy. And you can even incorporate these colors in your wardrobe if you really want to invoke or embrace these elements. And then, of course, the actual element of fire is going to represent it. So we've got candles would be great here. Nine red tea light candles would be really auspicious because the area of fame is activated by the number nine or odd numbers. Of course, nine is the highest single digit, so it's a very high energy number. And also, people don't necessarily think about this or know this, but the fire elements can also be represented by feathers, weapons, and animal prints. So animals have fire energy because of their fur and their the prints that they have, like if they're thinking about like a leopard or hello, you're the tiger. This is the fire energy. And then the secondary element, there's another element that's actually going to work really well in this space. And again, I like to share this because it's going to give you opportunities to be creative in your design. If you're not feeling the shape of a triangle, you can go and add the wood element to this space because wood feeds and fuels the fire. The wood element is represented by the shape of a vertical rectangle. So think about a tree stump or a tree growing upwards. That vertical rectangle represents wood. The colors of the wood element would be green or even brown. And then the actual element of wood itself is great here. So when you think about um, wood, any kind of wood plaque or decor, wood floating shelves, wooden furniture, all of that is going to be really, really auspicious here. And it's just going to help fuel the fire. And anything you do is going to be even more powerful when you do it with intention. Moving on. We're going to go and transition into two areas now because the career and fame were the only ones that are special in that they are the, you know, the career is the only water, predominantly water element. Fame is the only fire element predominantly. But as we move along, we're going to talk about the wealth area and the family area. Those two spaces are predominantly 
going to be activated with the wood element. So this is a beautiful transition because we just talked about how to represent the wood element. One thing I would like to add is in the wealth area, if you want to add a bamboo plant, bamboo actually represents the wood element because of its shape. And it's also hollow on the inside. And that hollowness of the bamboo represents your openness to receive, receive abundance, receiving wealth. And bamboo is actually very strong and sturdy. So it would be wonderful to put that in the family area as well with the intention of deepening your roots of your family connections, your connections with your ancestors, your connections with your friends. You might want to put a money tree in either of these areas because that money tree is going to represent the wood element and of course the abundance. And believe it or not, the family area does represent money. It represents stability and finances. It represents always having enough to provide for your family. In fact, the family area is a great space to pay your bills to ensure that you're always going to have enough money. So I would recommend activating these spaces with your intention using the wood elements. And then the secondary elements for these spaces is the water element especially when you think about the wealth area, it is really great to have some water in the wealth area because again, water represents money. It represents the flow of money and energy. I'm actually sitting in my wealth area right now. And one thing we did add to this space to really represent water is we added a mirror, a mirror to get the money flowing, a mirror to expand the money in our home and in our lives. So that's what I would say. I'm not going to go into how to represent water because we talked about it already. So just making sure that you're aware that the water is going to feed the wood element. And you can use wood element and water element in family and wealth. Moving right along, we're going to talk a little bit about the next three areas, which are directly influenced by the earth element. When you are designing with intention, use the earth element for the knowledge area, health, and relationship. So the wisdom and knowledge area, health area, and relationship area will all be supported when you add the earth element. The earth element can be represented in this, with the shape of a square or the shape of a horizontal rectangle. This is just something to keep in mind. It just, it's this grounding shape and this grounding energy. You can represent it with picture frames. You can represent it with rugs, however you want to do this. But that earth shape is going to be a square or a horizontal rectangle. The colors of earth are yellows, sand tones, skin tones, 
pretty neutral. If you think about like a rose quartz, so that light pink color, that's going to be really good, soft energy, especially in the relationship area. It represents unconditional love for yourself and for others. And then earth is represented with flowers. So live plants and live flowers will be wonderful in these spaces. So the health area is actually the center of your home. So if you can identify where the health area is, where your center of your home is, some beautiful fresh flowers or a fresh plant would be wonderful here. You could also add two plants or two sets of flowers in the relationship area to signify your partnership, one that you're looking to attract or one that you already have and making sure that you're nourishing those plants or those flowers that are next to each other. You can also represent earth with, you know, rocks and crystals and things like that as well. The secondary element that I want to share with you for this, these spaces would be fire because fire when it burns creates ash and it, which goes into the earth. So fire fuels the earth and fire creates the earth. So it's a supportive element here. I love using fire to add more passion in the relationship area or to add the spark, right? So you could put two candles next to each other with the intention of seeing eye to eye with your partner or to call in a partner if that's what you desire. I absolutely love adding the fire element to the wisdom and knowledge area. This is actually a really important space that people tend to overlook. Wisdom and knowledge actually represents self-wisdom, self-knowledge and understanding. This is a really, really great space to journal and just spend some time, maybe sit in meditation if that's your thing. This is a great place to light a candle to support the wisdom and knowledge of yourself, to go within and ask yourself, who am I? What do I really want? Where do I want to be in a year from now? Where do I want to be in five years from now? Where do I want to be in 15 years? Take some time in this space and zoom out. When people come to me asking for feng shui advice on relationships, I actually tell them to go to the wisdom and knowledge area because you have to understand yourself before you can articulate it to somebody else. So awesome space to pay attention to. And I'll also share that wisdom and knowledge in particular is truly activated by the color of turquoise. And so turquoise can also represent that earth energy. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. We have two more areas of life that we haven't talked about yet. And these are the last two areas of life, the helpful people travel area and the children creativity area are both directly enhanced by the metal element. These spaces will flourish when you add some metal decor or elements. So we've got the metal is represented by a circle the colors of gray, silver, gold, white, and then actual metal itself. And just as a, a little side note, the children creativity space is really activated as well by pastel colors, 
when I think of children creativity, I think of bubbles because you know, that circle is a playful shape and bubbles are so playful and they remind me of children. And if you don't have children, this is representing your inner child. Even if you have children, this space in your home is going to really represent your inner child and your creativity. So if you are having any creative blocks or you are really not having a lot of fun in your life right now and you need to have a more playful vibe and you need to get in touch with that inner child, focus on children creativity and don't overlook helpful people in travel. Just because we're in the middle of a recovering pandemic, I like to think, it doesn't mean helpful people in travel is not just about setting intentions for your dream destinations, although it's a great space to do that. Helpful people travel is also about calling in helpful spirit guides, angels, wisdom from the universe. And it's also a way to call in networking opportunities, opportunities for new business partnerships. It's also calling in helpful people to help you with childcare or any home updates that you're looking to make. Think about all the helpful people that you need in order to go to the next level of your life. Helpful people travel reflects your capacity to attract more wealth financially as well. So helpful people travel influences your wealth. And if you're looking to, you know, attract more abundance in your life, so many times clients, that's exactly what they want is more money, right? Well, they're surprised when I say you don't just want to spend all your time updating and focusing on the wealth area. You actually want to look at your helpful people travel area. So in conclusion, the supportive element for helpful people travel and children creativity is also the earth element. So again, you can use metal, which is predominantly going to influence these spaces, but earth will also support the metal element. And we did talk about that when we talked about knowledge, health, and relationships, right? We talked about using the square or the shapes or the color of skin tones or sand tones. So that's it. I'm going to go ahead and recap for you what we just talked about. I know it was a lot of information, but remember, I have a very simplified blog post that I put in the notes of this episode so that you can take a screenshot. That's what I did when I first started feng shui. I would take my little bag one map and I would take my little notes about which elements are good in which area. And I would go to, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond and Target and wherever it was I was shopping. And I would look for different shapes and colors to help activate different spaces. So have fun with it. And obviously, maybe not obviously, but I am just a text away, just, you know, DM me, go on Instagram, write a comment underneath any of my posts and ask questions. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how it's working for you. If you've tried any of these adjustments and if you're getting any, any successful outcomes yet. So just to recap, we talked about the five elements and we talked about the two elements that are going to support each area. So the career area is predominantly enhanced by water, 
and secondary element is metal. Fame is predominantly supported by fire and secondary is wood. The wealth and family areas are predominantly enhanced by the wood element and secondary is water. The knowledge, health, and relationship areas are predominantly influenced by earth and the secondary element is fire. And finally, helpful people, travel, and children creativity are both influenced by the metal element and the secondary element that will support it is earth. All right, have fun with this. I'm super excited to announce that I'm going to be bringing some guests on. So our first guest will be joining us next week. I am so excited to share everything with you. I hope you will be able to tune in next week as well, where I will help you on another episode. I'll help you with designing the life you deserve. See you next time. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.